Good afternoon. This is Dr. Jennifer Moore. It's May 23rd. I just want to come and talk a little bit about mental health, um, especially how it can impact our black men in the community. And so I'm going to be transparent just to add some context to what I want to say. So I grew up in a two-parent home. My dad was strong, uh, supportive, giving, and hands down, the best provider ever. We had everything that we needed and about 90% of what we wanted. Now, my dad had some childhood traumas. So his mom died when he was seven. And he didn't have much of a relationship um, with his, his dad after his mom passed. So that always um, had an impact on him, even um, through adulthood. So when I was about 12... My mom and I flew to Germany. We bought my nephew um, back stateside because my sister was about to be stationed back stateside. And it would have been a lot for her to try to handle the baby and everything coming back. So we went to pick him up. <clears throat> and I remember getting off the plane and I could see in the, my dad standing in the window. And he was just waving. He was so excited. And so when I came around, he immediately took my nephew out of my hands and he held him so tight and I remember he just sat down and he just cried and I was like "Mm, this is a trigger because you know of my dad thinking about his his mother and then um, not having um, a relationship with his his father after my grandma passed and so, of course, then, I mean, I didn't know what mental health was, but as I got older, I realized that that was a trigger. That was a form of, of mental health. But he was elated to see my nephew. So there were like, there were tears of joy. He wasn't sad, but, you know, I remember, I do remember asking him why was he crying. And he said, um, you know, I just, I didn't know if I would be here, you know, to, to see him. You know, I'm just so happy to see him. And I remember he was like glued to my nephew and, they were always super close um, up until my dad passed. And so they just had a great bond and a, a great um, relationship. Another time I saw my dad cry, I was grown. Um, he was he was sick and um, going through cancer treatment and different things. And so... I could tell that it was like he wanted to tell me something, but I would never push it. And so I went ahead and got him ready for the next day or whatever. And I sat down and he was watching Lifetime. And he asked me to turn the TV off. So I knew then he wanted to have a conversation. And so he basically told me that going through the treatments and everything that he was going through, how it was affecting him mentally my dad went to work every single day at Georgia Pacific I can recall I think he was there probably about 30 years or so he didn't go to work one time because he had vertigo one time he had an issue with his back one time And then he had vertigo and pink eye at the same time. 
those are the only three times I ever remember him missing work. Um, there was one time something happened with the transmission in his car. My dad got to Old Mount Olive Highway, put the car in reverse. He drove all the way down Old Mount Olive Highway in reverse so that he could get to work on time. My dad was used to working every day. And so, you know, of course, when he became sick, he wasn't able to. And that bothered him. And he he wasn't looking for me to give my opinion or to tell him how he should feel. He just wanted to talk and he just wanted me to listen. And so that is something that we have to do. We have to establish organic and genuine relationships with people. We have to know when to to just listen or give that person a, a hug. They're, they're not always asking for our, our opinion. If a person wants your opinion, they will ask you for it. So we just have to learn to be effective listeners because sometimes that's all a person needs. Growing up, the boys in my neighborhood were taught basically stand up and be a man. I'm just saying, for example, let's say they fell down, they hurt their knees and hands. So the parent would say, you know, be a big boy, stand up, brush your hands and knees off, get up, go play, you know, don't cry. So now these boys are now, of course, grown men, fathers, um, doing well. But they have issues with communicating um, how they feel because they were always taught to, to be strong. Well, man, it's okay not to be strong all the time. It's okay to be in your feelings sometimes. It's life. It happens. You know, sometimes you're going to get knocked down. But what matters is how you get back up. And when you're getting back up, that you have the proper resources in place. If you need to reach out to someone, um, a therapist, a psychiatrist, a psychologist, if you need to take medication, if you need to um, have um, counseling sessions, or if you need to do a combination of medicine and counseling, guess what? It's okay. Because I promise you, other races, they've been doing it for a long, long, long time. And they have been advancing. They've advanced years and years ago. While our black men were pretty much taught to kind of like harbor those feelings in, you know, be strong. It's okay not to be okay. So, um, if you need any resources, it is my job to assist you to get to those um, resources. Um, I don't diagnose. But if you tell me that something is going on, then I'm going to find the closest resource to you in the area that you are in. I'm going to put you in connection with that resource because it's very important. It's very critical. Our black men, they have a lot on them as it is to make sure that they are providing for their 
families, whether they're married or um, they have children with their um, their partner, whatever the case may be, they have a lot on them at work um, to, you know, to excel and do great at work. They have a lot on them. Um, just, you know, wanting to do the right thing when they go out. And black men, they just want to come back home to their families every day. You know, there's things going on in the world with, like, police brutality and different things like that. Um, a lot of our black men are extra cautious now when they they do go out. They just want to come back home. And that is a big impact as well on mental health. So, black men, again, we love you. We are praying for you. We want you to be rooted, grounded, and strong. If you need resources, I can't speak for everyone else, but I say I support you. You can inbox me. And like I said, I will um, put you in connection with a resource that is closest to you. Our conversation will always, always be confidential. All right. Well, I love you all, and um, I hope you all have a... Uh, blessed evening. Um, if I fill up to it, maybe I will do another segment later this week. Um, and again, um, take care of yourselves physically and mentally. God bless.